Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Gundam. We're covering the next Gundam released, which is the first work that Tomino did not have a uh, direct immediate hand in. That's right. I think uh, the only thing that Tomino might have direct involvement in is in the spinning CGI colony. That was also used in Char's Counterattack. That was the same one, wasn't it? We saw the we saw these movies, these these uh series really close to each other and yeah, hold on actually, let me just Yeah, it was the exact same shot. I thought so. I was I wasn't gonna say it unless unless you, you had. I've heard I, I personally don't mind that it was um reused. It's a good it's a good capture, it's a good scene. Uh here, um this producer Uchida Kenji kind of talks about the backstory of the use of this spinning colony because the, the the use of 3D CG in Charles Counterattack wasn't all that cost e- efficient. So um, because of how expensive it was, they they, they were also compelled to get as much juice out of it as they could. That's, that's fair. So they got Tomino's permission. He was fully on board with reusing that spinning colony. <laughs> I wonder if they'll just use if they'll just use it everywhere <laughs> everywhere else now. I was gonna ask. So how much juice did, did they get out of it? Well, they used it twice. We'll we'll see that fancy CGI again for F ninety one guaranteed. Anytime there's a colony, it'll spin around. <laughs> uh, in in conversations, it'll be like Ozu style pillow shots <laughs> just to just to break up the. It's a good shot. It's a good shot. I was I was happy. Not happy, but you know it's, it's it's cool to see that again. Maybe a little little nod to uh to the era. Yeah. Okay. Well, because what spurred it is is that they made were in the pocket as part of the ten year anniversary of of Gundam. Huh. They really made it. I guess that 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 follows. That makes sense because it's it's uh it's so embedded in the one year in the one year war. Like Char's counterattack is like a sort of like melodramatic like like climax to to all the all the uh the physical the the psychological toll that this decade of war had on the characters it's interesting to go back to 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 that original conflict and seeing it from a from a new perspective with like wow with really fancy animation yeah that 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 90s um style is it's something it's 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 good. Oh no, wait a second! It's not ninety. Said it's eighty nine. Eighty nine. That's uh, you know, the long nineties. Long nineties. Not st- stylistically, it 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 uh, it trips though. Yeah, you know, it's from that first that um that first uh sort of cold open that Warren the Pocket had, where the um. That Xeon battalion, the one that we'll see, the through, you know the, the the Cyclops unit, and they look so. It was an interesting update too. Like we were talking about how much we like those those gogs or zagoks, um, for their sort of goofy quality. And we were talking about them in uh, Double Zeta. I don't think we talked about them when talking about them in uh in the seventy nine movies, but. You know, there's like those like weird like long kind of clawed arms. It's a really cool update. Like I, I guess like they're not exactly Zagok, so they're probably something something else. But they looked so cool when they were at that Antarctica base, and you saw like those those like long arms sort of like flop. 
like the way they land on the ice tentacle type yeah it's i was already so on board then yeah just jumping (laughs) jumping into things is this really like shows it shows up ready to like really impress like the gms never looked any like never looked cooler than here really cool to see the gms like have like a military like strategic impact I, I do, I do think it's aesthetically to kind of suffer compared to the uh, Zaku's, the Zags, the oh. the Cyclops type <laughs> units. I think that's what wins. Uh, that's what wins Al over to the Zeon. <laughs> they have the cooler mobile suits. They're the first ones to do it too, right? I, at least I think. Yeah, they're pioneers, and you know they got this is seventy nine, so they got Garma, they got they got Char, they got OG Char. Like they're winning in style and uh, swagger. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't until it wasn't until Char defected and showed them how to how to be cool. Like, hey, Federation, you know that new sound you've been looking for? <laughs> Here it is. Uh, but the GMs, I they still like. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess like seeing them in detail, see, and seeing them like be effective. Like the so yeah, starting off like there's this uh. A shuttle launch that the Federation is doing in Antarctica that for some mysterious package and uh, a, a small group of Xeon soldiers are coming to intercept it. This is kind of echoing uh, the beginning of 79 where they're doing reconnaissance on... I'm going to get this wrong. Where's Amaro from? Side That's number seven. 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 Oh, nice. And... When they come to attack, there's a lot more defense that they're expecting in the form of these GMs. And you see how they like uh, they successfully defend this subtle launch, as well as like man, when they when they when when they don't work too, that's also like gnarly. That one GM that has like a like its its hand gets shot off, but it's still attached, and then that huge gun is like like uh, spinning around, and then like it shoots like. It ends up shooting the pilot. There's something about the action here that felt um, way, way more way more graphic. Like like the, the GMs behaved very hum- humanistically, as 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 though the, these machine this machinery's uh, cringing in pain. And yeah, it's you really. I guess that's the other um, thematic conceit for this for this uh, for War in the Pocket is the emphasis on. The interiority of the sort of grunts in in the system, like the ones that just do their little part for whatever cause they happen to be on the side of. Like we're used to um, these, you know, these big names like the Hyakushiki or the Sazabi or the Hamahama or um, the R thirty seven model of, of Gundam. Yeah, or like any of these to just sort of. Uh, like you know, slice through all you know. Um, what do you the cannon fodder? But it's neat when you see them be like, uh, like actually, there's a reason why why you have them. They do they do do things. Important for sure. Was well, a new type Highlander thing or or not? The Cy- Cyclops oh. team unit attacks this base. One 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 of them dies. Yeah. But the the the, the, the Federation is successful in launching the the mysterious package. package the it's the gundam rx nt what is it nt 
one and T two. Uh, yeah, something like that. This is the one with the magnetic uh coating or whatever. Yeah, they just some um, they are talking around it. It's not one that I guess uh um shows up. I think it, it shows up in the novelization, right? Oh wait, but it didn't show up in movie at oh. all. I wonder if it shows up in the show. If it shows up, it makes surprises in the show. I guess there's room. There, there, that's possible. Well, we'll have to. Like, this is definitely like the the show itself is is gonna be a is is like something we're gonna have to like uh um plug eventually to a blind spot we'll have to fill. Eventually, we'll get there. Yeah, Federation successfully launches the goods. The the package. I was trying to think of, of, of the term that um, people in espionage might use. Oh. Payload. payload. I like payload. Um, that's like, yeah, that's, I guess that's like missile, right? The payload has reached payload the target. Payload has reached the target. Rocket has launched. Um, um, the asset, maybe. They've, they've ooh, launched. asset. That's, I think that's what I was thinking of. They they successfully launched the, the asset. Do you remember uh, when Russiagate was... Uh, full force like 2017 and suddenly all these msnbc people just like knew all these spy words like he's a he's a known asset uh putin has compromise on uh, they've rendezvoused at this <laughs> yeah i recall that that was a genre change but but you know the the, the news i picked up certain <laughs> tropes of austin powers double oh seven <laughs> yeah it was it was a neat uh it was a neat change in uh aesthetics to give to give the that season of television a little extra interest where yeah but the asset yeah it goes out into space and we find out if it makes it decide right its location which is the neutral space colony of side six mm-hmm. so maybe not so neutral right yeah we then we find out it's it's neutral the same way granada was neutral in uh in zeta which is not at all. Not at all. No. <laughs> um, but it's it's really cool because it's a it's sort of jump. We, we we don't find out. I mean, I guess like just by you know you watch TV, you understand that if you see something, it's because it's somehow related to the thing you saw before. But you don't see that package again until until our our main character, a little boy called Alfred, is sort of arguing with his classmates about about uh whether or not the federation has mobile suits and he like says like well my my dad works at nintendo and he saw the mobile suit he's he saw the next metroid prime (laughs) Prime for it's it's real it exists right so so that's how we end up seeing that's how we end up seeing the package like he doesn't know what he's seeing he's only seeing like the crate because he's trying to go for that to get some evidence he's filming around we get we could go in i guess in uh in some detail but it's really neat seeing how he gets exposed to all this it's all very natural it's just like kids talking about the current war to the best of their abilities and according to what their interests are which is I guess, like, since they're a neutral colony, too, they're more uh, detached from it all. It's just sort of like what cool toys the military's got. Right. They're they're, they're very much um, interested in, in the play aspect of, of war, like a, like a child would. Yeah. Yeah, and we see in this stuff, you see how, like, how the schools are. That neat little thing where the desks have headphones. That was cool. It was neat. Uh, yeah, I feel like I could have used that when I was in school. It would have been better. 
kind of helps to focus. There's only so much room in, in the front of the, of the classroom. But we see how the kid's like a little bit of a delinquent. He does that prank on, on the on the young girl, uh, Dorothy. We see kind of like how day life in the colony looks. Like, I guess you could say it's um, cost saving like for the art department, but also makes sense. You like see the same streets a lot and it makes sense like when you're a kid especially like the most important like landmarks is like what it looks like on the route from school to your house or like we you know whatever your hangs are your your spot and it's really neat because it also gives the colony like a like a real like sense of place like you see the same signs it, it, it gives it a nice sense of geography fr- frames of reference so he traverses all that geography and he gets some footage of that. Oh, so, sorry. I'm, I'm like trying to like remember the order, but I guess that's not so important. Yeah, he gets the information. He gets the the footage of the thing arriving. Well, he, he never got the actual. He didn't get the image of the Gundam at that point. It was more the image of of the crate. It's Federation mm-hmm. soldiers. Oh, but then it turns out that uh, the next day he does get to see some mobile suits, anyways, because like a Zaku. Uh, and and GMs fight it out like right by the school. And here again, like I think we talked about how cool um, and terrifying uh, <laughs> uh, the other thematic uh, uh, ga- uh, gambit that this uh, show is um, kind of uh, tackling is how it's it's cool until <laughs> until it isn't. Until it's right there in your face. Yeah. Or even then, right, like, the Zaku, like, flies over, it's terrifying, but I'm pretty sure, like, Al is not phased at all. He's still, like, got that, like, I'm gonna live forever youth he's, disease. He's, yeah, he's still in, in that dream, for sure, that this is this is playtime. And I understand, because, like, my, also, like, my expression matched, like, seeing from the point of view of a child a huge zaku fly over fill up the screen is such a cool like thing to witness like we've been in this gundam thing for so long it's really neat when you get to see it like um you know in a fresh way and with this level of of detail too in animation like this is also maybe one of the best animated um gundam like I guess Charles Counterattack is the other one to to compare it to, but also like the quality of the of the shots here are also like more cinematic. And I think, oh, I forgot to mention. <laughs> I think in part is because of that grounded thing. Like in space, you sort of just see, Stars you know, and void. Like relative size is difficult to to express or to like um, take advantage of. Then when you have a GM, like. The most like I was like even yeah you said like the most basic looking one like not as cool as, as the generic Xeon, mobile suit. But seeing them fight it out like among the buildings like, you know with those t- with cars looking tiny at their feet. It, it really gives you that that yeah that sense of necessary scope of, of just just how um, how far they they've come and um, <laughs> being effective killing machines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the way Al takes it. Like so, we're talking about it like as like a thing that you see on TV. Al, Al's this is real lifetime, and I don't know. Would depends on what year. I feel like when I was ten, I would. But when I was eleven, maybe I wouldn't. But when I was thirteen, I probably would. Um, he runs right to where Azaku that got shot down landed. 
like there's like no uh no uh self-preservation instinct at all yeah i I was i was a stupid kid like that um i i i I would probably run after something like that too because i i think they captured pretty well that you know the the everyday aspect of, of school grades going home to mom is rather mundane yeah plus like he's got like a weird like not weird a very uh sadly like typical kind of home life um where like his grades are falling like that's interesting like i you know grades are falling then then you know we see that it's sort of in the background but like um his parents are kind of are separating at first i thought it was just that the dad was just like working so much like a classic kind of absolute like, thing. Like, oh, I'm 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 a I'm a trucker. I gotta do trucker things and, and travel all the time. Um, but then, like at the, I guess because maybe speaks more to my uh, lack of attention. But then, when the mom says your father and I are getting back together, like that, what I, I went like, oh, that's what that was. Right. No, for sure, definitely. Uh, <laughs> did you have the same experience? I I did. I did. Because my, my okay. thought was, oh, he, he's a hardworking guy. He, he has to travel all the time. There's mm-hmm. no, like, relationship issue. He just prioritize, uh, prioritizes work to the family life. Just something that might happen just from... I don't know. That's the kind of thing that happens. There can be a million things, you know, uh, to do with either his outlook, their relationship, exogenous uh, pressures from war. Right, it could have been worse things. But either way, it kind of like it leads to to Al kind of being ignored a little bit. Like his mom tells him to do homework, but she doesn't really like do much. Like she lets him just sort of be in his room. Yeah. We'll see later. Like he like falls asleep in the Zaku and then he's like running. Like I better be home. Like the mom's a little bit upset, but she's like, oh, why weren't you at (laughs) like at that age? If I didn't come home my parents would have freaked out oh for sure for sure they do a like a little like um like a kind of a mary poppins thing i with the uh (laughs) with the mom as well where she's like part of the reason why he has so much freedom too is like at night she like goes like i'm going to the women's meeting i guess uh you know someone being caught up in you know their political projects can that can be Something that detracts from other responsibilities, I guess. It seems a little bit like maybe that old, like the Mary Poppins thing. Like the mom's just too busy being a suffragette to be um, a proper mother like she should. That's, that's, that's a take. That's a spare. Um, or, you know, maybe, maybe there's some illusion of safety with, within the space colony too. It is a more, it is like, yeah, it is like a planned kind of society. It seems like they're 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 doing things. You know, Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie on the cul-de-sac being out all, all day. The neighbors all know each other. Like, Christina comes back from wherever she's been. We find out later. We see the Federation costume. Cost, uh, uniform. See her uniform. Uh, and she, like, knows him from a base. He, he, he doesn't remember her. But she, like, knows him from, like, when he was, like, a little a smaller child. So I guess it's, like... Another bit of how a colony is, um, how the culture is. I guess it's normal for for neighbors to kind of know each other. You just uh, you just moved, right? Did you yeah. do that thing uh, where you brought a casserole over to your neighbors? 
Ah, uh, we knew we knew our neighbors for sure. Well, well, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you're oh, you're saying now? Yeah. <laughs> Heck, no, nah, no. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. I'm I'm way too antisocial. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, we 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 know them and and stuff. Okay, so it's, it's friendly ish. Yeah, we'll, we'll wave, say hi. I think that's a good amount. That's all. That's all I need from a neighbor. Oh, an occasional wave for some reason. Yeah, or or, or that that head nod of of approval. Hey, neighbor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stoic head nod. Enough to know that if um. A pet goes missing, then you can go to them and be like, "Hey, uh, have you seen my pet?" Exactly, exactly. But not not not, not, to, the, not to the degree of, "Oh, I'm, let me let me cook for you." <laughs> uh, right. Is there anything more about Al Al's home life? No, I think we summed it up nicely. It feels invisible in that it, t- it takes a village environment. Mm. I guess he sporadically gets to see his father, which is still kind of nice, but. Yeah, but uh, you can see like how the the dad isn't um super interested. He's like, "How are your grades?" He's like, "Doing okay." And we cut to the grades being worse than he said. He's like, "Ah, that's my boy." You're always good at science. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, because like, you do see right, like you do see the grades declining. Like, probably due to a lack of a father figure. That like there's like really good character animation too. Like, I I think. Like, the emotional world is so well sketched out in this. Um, like, you see, like, this this look of, like, guilt, or not quite guilt, like, sort of, like, the way he, like, looks away talking about it, the way he, like, answers shortly. It's it's a neat way to show, like, how a, a child would, like, process these feelings that can't quite... Can't quite express them. Mm, that's... That's tough. I understand that impulse. Like, I understand, like, a kid, like, you don't want to, like, let down, like... Your your dad says you're good at science. You get some praise from your dad, who you see like much less often. Like I can talk. Actually, I'm struggling in school or whatever. Like it's not his priority. What really lights him up is is like this thing, this like escape from his daily life that sh- that that this war can be. Azaku falls from the sky, and he's the only one who knows it's, where it is. That, yeah, is that perfect, perfect escape? Say so he runs, runs for it into the woods. Is there that he meets Bernie, Zaku pilot. I mean, what a cool, what a cool shot when he finds him. It's a really neat reveal because, um, you know, he's like just like filming the Zaku that he sees, and he like it's really cool how you see first the open cockpit and like he glosses over it, but you know, as as the Gundam pros that we are, um, you know, we like we we see we as the audience know what, what's up immediately. Boom, like legs gun <laughs> there he is and it speaks to i guess also like again like what you expect from a story but also i think like bernie's design looks like so like soft and youthful there's something scary about him pointing the gun but like you don't think he's gonna shoot you don't think he's, he's, like, he's not gonna shoot some random some random kid yeah i guess that's the other sense of safety that you have as a child especially in this um takes a village environment is you know, like no one's out to out for children. You kind of know that you're that adults in general are people you can trust. Stranger danger aside, if any uh, children are listening to this show, don't talk to strangers. No, no, no. It's it's a different context. It, it, <laughs> um, I guess really, really, no one cares about some random space space noid kid. I guess my hot take about talking to strangers is that 
it'll probably be fine, but don't, <laughs> but don't take that risk. Don't do it. Don't go in the van if they offer you candy. <laughs> don't go in the saku. When the in the cockpit, it's it's not it's not worth it. Don't trade your camera for for the strangers in, in, for a tag? In insignia. Yeah, what a what a bad deal. Like he's lucky Bernie was kind enough to give the camera back. Like, is this kid so short sighted? I thought like this is such rich kid behavior to be like, I'll just get another one, or I don't know like what he's thinking. Like, whatever, this is nothing to me. Uh, a real military little pin. Now that's it's just, it's just it was it was the fad that he was so into what was. <laughs> either getting some federation or or Zian, um souvenir yeah yeah i guess it, it is the thing that most has his most captures his excitement but he does like he had that camera around like he's like playing with it in that way when he wakes up he's like <coughs> sorry bless you i i guess you can be a very effective uh war journalist growing up you know yeah that's something you would expect to see um, in an epilogue or something. Yeah, Bernie's Bernie's nice. You get you get to see some. You get to see the way that uh, like Bernie like tries to like posture himself as as an adult, and sometimes that works. He sometimes he has um, Al's admiration, but it's it's more of a big brother kind of relationship, which is then then gets like more literalized later, um, like. He like wrestles him to the ground, like Al wrestles him to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Bernie still has like a little bit more maturity, and of course he's a, a soldier. He's he he's able to um to yoink the camera away from him, um, tricking him with the gun. He's able to figure out oh th- this crate here is something something special. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, he gets taken away. One of his uh, one of his squad mates takes him away, and abandons the Zaku. Which is neat. That's maybe the 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 biggest um, IMDb goof for this. Like, how did surely after after a big sortie between mobile suits, someone counted how many mobile suits were there and how many left. Surely a, a survey of the area must have been made. Maybe. They must have thought, oh, it got away or, oh, it's not functional, so we're just going to keep it there in the woods because we don't have the resources to move it right now. It is kind of... It, it was it was a goof up, though. Because it was just sitting there. They are able to then, like, fix it up. Clearly, yeah. Because, like, later when uh, the the the... The next big um, mobile suit fight, which I think is like episode four. Yeah. Um. Because the like the, uh, third, like the third episode, Bernie shows the images to Zian higher ups. He gets assigned to the Cyclops team, and then they proceed to go back to side six that colony in order to either yeah. steal or destroy the asset. Right. And there we get um, the uh, speaking of the cool animation that when they're um, the, the plan to get Bernie back into the colony, like undercover is like as a sort of like delivery driver 
that's just making it in after the after uh, Zeon like feigns an invasion. Yeah. And when they have that fight, that's really interesting because like how many people died just for a fake battle, just for like that much theater. One or two, maybe I don't know. Um, but like something really cool about the way that that was drawn. Um, also, it's cool, like the stuff with the dead body that they shoot the glass. That was nuts. That was fucking nuts. <laughs> I did. I didn't know what they were gonna do with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like what's this a body and then they walk away uh, and then they shoot it <laughs> but like what? that's like imagine that imagine he didn't know at all I guess that's kind of what happened um there's, there's a neat little touch too where he they put the body in the normal suit next to him he's like what is that a body they walk away he like kind of makes a joke like oh you're not you know you're looking rough whatever he says like he does light and then they shoot the body. And then he looks at it with like disgust, fear, whatever, like whatever big emotion when you encounter the horrors of war or mortality. It's an interesting like microcosm of the sort of uh, um, the overall play in uh, in in War in the Pocket of things kind of. Like, these amazing things. But by amazing, I don't mean, like, cool. I mean, like, I don't know, like, biblically amazing. Like, awe and, like, uh, whatever, huge. Uh, yes. Um, Awe-inspiring before it was defined to awesome or awesome only being a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, these, yeah, these, like, things that, like, that before you reckon with them, you sort of appreciate them in this, like, more, like, surface aesthetic way. Like, uh, um owl thinking the mobile suits are cool um there's a body next to um next to bernie like at first it's like oh what a what a situation and then even though like nothing changed it's a it was still a dead body again even just like that simulation of of the killing act makes his heart sink a little bit it's maybe the first clue that that bernie isn't as uh you know, is not as uh not what he was posturing to be to Al. He's he's not he's not that ace pilot. Yeah. The other part is when you have him like when he had when he's talking to a squad mate later, like, oh I'm gonna get fired, like oh he really fucked up because I my um I lost a Zaku. But that's like um but that's like typical grunt stuff, like on the more human level of just like responding to like having the metal to to deal with death. Which I appreciate both. Um, you know, like the two aspects of war, I'd say like, oh, when, when Stanley Kubrick made a full metal jacket, um, like one of the things he wanted to focus on, especially like you see it in the second half a lot, is that a lot of what defined the wartime experience is like, you know, the terrifying sniper sequence, the, the gut wrenching, like psychopathy of some of the people there like shooting civilians but it's also like these long periods of boredom like the 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 way that like normality creeps back in is is a really cool way of of grounding the reality of war oh but this is like tangent on tangent i want to i want to talk well 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 said though for sure (laughs) 
Oh yeah, but I want to talk about like the cool shit. Uh, when they're when so then when they're doing that uh, that fake invasion, I love the way that the lighting looks in in the in the fight. I, I love I loved seeing the red Zaku as well. Oh yeah, that's interesting, huh? It was it was a, it was a rather quick shot. I wonder if Char was. It's like a little side mission for him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here's his battle. I'm gonna I'm gonna help out. Yeah, there are some references to to different thing. Like they were saying, like when he's complaining when he's talking to his squad mate, um, the other guy like jokes around, like, "Oh, you're gonna get shipped off to Solomon now." Yeah, yeah. Which is neat. That that's like another. That's like all quiet on the Western Front or something. Like. Don't, don't make you st- like the kind of awareness of being a pawn and everything. Do make us send you to the Eastern Front? Nuh-uh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be bad, Matt. I guess he ended up running onto a Gundam anyways, just not one piloted by a new type. I don't think is Christine a new type. I don't think so. Um. Oh, here, here we are back again. To what? What is what is a new type? How do those new type aspects come about? Yeah, it could develop. She's out in space. She's she seems very like in tune emotionally. Uh but anyways, she's uh, capable of it. I I, I don't yeah, I, I, I don't, don't think the way she's presented though necessarily. Um, I don't think she's a new type here. Well, because it, it would take away from yeah. the show too. I don't, I don't think anyone here is a new type character. Right. Everyone here is normal. Like, no one here is... Like, they're protagonists, but they're not, like, main characters. Um, they're, they're all, uh... Asianage. <laughs> yeah, at best, they're, uh... They're a Mondo. But, uh... Or a Cats. Oh, yeah, but the cool thing, like, when they're out in space... It's something that we talked about when, uh... Talking about the novel. Um, the way that the... The lighting was described. How it was, like, mostly darkness, except for, like, these small like sources of light like when there's an explosion suddenly you can see more if that makes sense you're out in space like what is you know what's light gonna refract off of right and it and i i was saying like oh that'd be so hard to animate i bet they like we'll never see a gundam fight like that and then you see it just for a second in war in the pocket when they're out in space, everything is like mostly shadow and like these highlights. It looks so intense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to more of these uh, OVAs. I love this format. I love this era of like we can take our time and really make this look special that they had in the in the 80s. Yeah, I think I think OVAs were a very cool um, anime era style. I don't think we see too much yeah. anymore. No, nah, everyone's no. Nah, I can't think of. I mean, I've I've been so like outside of. I haven't like kept up with with anime. Lately, I can't remember like the last like. OVA or I guess ONA. The last one I remember was like the original My Witch. What's it called? My Witch Academia, Little Witch Academia. Yeah. The the original short that came out. That was a like, that was an exciting thing, but it wasn't an OVA. I don't think it only had the one episode, and then there was a show. And I don't, I remember trying to watch the show, but like not 
but kind of bouncing off. I don't think it's its fault. No. I think I was just... But either way, nothing like even, you know, either way, that, that special sparkle, that special powder, that dust that they put over the stuff in the 80s and 90s. Some pristine shit. Yeah. <laughs> Where were we summarizing? Oh, yeah. The, the, oh, the, right. So Bernie's in the Cyclops. The, the Trojan horse. I thought it was going to be like a solo mission, but the other people, they... Um, they make their way. In they snuck... It's, it's really neat to see how he stumbles over Federation bureaucracy. And also the sort of the, the sort of way that this mission and this team, there's a lot of like neglect happening. Like these really are like not main characters, not priorities for for any side of the war. Cause Zeon didn't give him all the papers necessary. No. And, um, oh shit, what's this guy's name who rescues him? Kind of looks like Tom Selleck. Uh, 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 Steiner. Yeah. Like, he kind of comes in. It's a, it's a fun, it's a, it's a fun reveal. Like, it, it kind of makes you, like, gloss over how he manages to sneak in by making his appearance a relief for you as an audience. He sort of, like, like, sweet talks his way through. But it's it's interesting how like his place in that um in that team, like they don't really like him, they don't really accept him. He's like, you know, black sheep there until like the very end. Like later, I'm jumping ahead, but like Steiner's talking to that informant guy, that um provider. Oh, what was his name? The guy with those gla with the glasses. He's at the bar. Um like, can I have some curdled milk, please? I forgot mm-hmm. the, the, the... Oh, uh... <laughs> flat, flat beer. Have some flat beer. Flat beer. He's like, oh, that's a strange, oh. That's a strange request. Okay. Even... The, the, yeah, there and there was like... Yeah, there was a counter. I don't remember how they... What the... <laughs> um, but anyways, he's talking to that guy. And... And Steiner's like pretty sure he's gonna die. That this mission is kind of, um, kind of a suicide mission, anyways. And he says like the the Zeon like doesn't care about them, and he knows that the Zeon's not gonna back them up because they didn't give them a way out, and because they gave him some uh, punk, Char- you know, Charlie, some raw recruit. Charlie was what? a bartender, by the way. Tar- oh, Charlie. Okay. I wouldn't have. Doesn't look like a Charlie to me, but he might have in the past when in his younger days. That's a Charles, maybe. Oh yeah, Charles, old man Charlie. <laughs> old man Charlie. Okay, okay, I'm back in. I'm back in. Charlie, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So they sneak in. What are we? <laughs> they sneak in, and uh, that's how Bernie and Al like cross paths again al had fallen asleep in the zaku he's running home because he's like shit i didn't go home last night and he notices bernie in in the trucks as they're like going into their mission and it's a really neat like close to that episode too because you see you see it again how he chooses like the spectacle of war over um like his life at home He's worried about like he's he's worried his mom's gonna be mad and immediately like, oh shit, it's it's them. 
Yippee! Yay! I have to go home after all. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he doesn't get to he doesn't get to uh, reunite them with with them immediately. So he he tells the cops that they that they did a hit and run on yeah. him. Yeah. And and please, I remember this license plate. We have to go find them. Which is also a show that, like, I guess we'll see. We see also, like, how capable he is as a spy. He's a better spy than Bernie is. And he's very effective. But, like, he's... Yeah, he was able to re- remember the license plate, like, when he helps out there. And I'll go back to, like, his, his grades were falling. Like, he had good grades before. Right, he just got a little distracted. Yeah, so he recruits the police to, to find him. And he nearly gets them in trouble. <laughs> so funny how he just like picked one of them to be like arrested it was him it was that man <laughs> but then when things started to go south right interaction he, he very quickly um changes the narrative I read a beautiful mm-hmm. way where, where he admits or tells the police that, oh no sorry Ber- Bernie's my brother and I haven't seen him in such a long time I had to find him yeah, it's cr- like those narratives that he pulls are like strangely compelling. Like he pulls that same trick again when it's just him and Bernie um, doing their crazy plot. And he distracts those cops by like being like, give me my dad back to those Federation oh, soldiers. Yeah, you killed my father. If you weren't, uh, if you weren't here, Zian wouldn't care about us. <laughs> I, I want like, uh, I, I don't think it's, um, canon i don't think it's express but like you always wonder if like if this is like these lies are his way of of um getting some stuff out of his system oh, for sure i think, I think so. if only they had a theater because it, it feels so real <laughs> very talented at playing undercover for sure i'll play some espionage with bernie and and cyclops team oh yeah 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 it goes straight into it was strange to they kind of recruit yeah. him. Yeah, you know, with, with some nuances there, because the next insignia they give him is uh, is wired. Yeah, uh, it's bugged. Yeah, it's pretty dark stuff. Like the way that they're they're using him. Steiner is as a character, like you know, he's a very subtle MVP, but like the way that he gets that information out of out of Al. It's like he's able to like play the role exactly what he needs to be like. Good job, kid. Like, like it's not like, yeah, I guess it is manipulation. Like he he's just like he needs needs to make sure that they're on the level. Yeah. But it's me. Like he found the thing. And it's like if I if I make him feel cool and give him praise, that's what's going to motivate him the most. Not that not that Al needs much cajoling. Like he came to them. He wants to. <laughs> Um, to be involved in and feel uh, special in that way. One set attention. There's also I I have some thoughts about this while watching it. Um, the way because there was there was a shot. Um, I, we're going back. Um, there's and I'm not. I don't know if the OVA like if the video release in Japan would have had those interstitials, or if those interstitials were more for the um. 
when you watched it, did it have the, those uh, little like you know like those uh, eye catches, like those like commercial breaks, which they wore in the pocket? Oh no, I, I, just, like, I no, it, it gave the, those little like I don't know what about now. Yeah, like like the show reenters and that were in the pocket ad with him in the helmet and and uh, uh-huh. pocket with the missile in there. Oh my god, pocket is that on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that um in one of the epi- i think it was right in the, there's a, in the in the second episode there's a shot where um i think it's how the principal is talking to al about his poor test scores and it ends with him like him doing a face that kind of like looking away kind of ashamed sort of scared face that you might expect a kid being told that your grades are bad like the one thing that is like measured about you know the one thing that that puts a number at your to your worth when you're a child in school your grades yeah and then it does that interstitial thing and then it's um then it's bernie doing the same face expecting to get chewed out for losing the zaku yeah yeah it ties over like a lot of the stuff because like you see how like the way that school can can like the way it's structured can be like you know like a very uh segmented thing that kind of strips like human creativity or you know like you know whatever your uh you know pink floyd's the wall uh <laughs> another another like, brick like obviously like his regular life is very like it's like you know it's unsatisfying in a way of course school sucks but it's something that's like learn to um deal, deal with. with but it's harder the adaptation like the dealing is more difficult for different people especially if life at home is you know is unmoored in the way that it is for for him but um obviously what's the other like strictly regimented way of life that strips you of your humanity and has people uh um machinery. size you up and <laughs> yeah the military and it's really sad to see, because then we said that's like the ultimate tragedy for Bernie. Is part of the reason why he dies is that he he dies because um, he can't let go of being a soldier. Right, this this want to fight this meaningless fight. And like Steiner is really interesting because he like he can be very paternal, and like you see his like CEO and his paternal like identities or whatever roles kind of meld. He's a he's a he's a good captain. It's too bad that he does it for this ashes covert operation, but yeah, I meant to look up when um when the uh, the gear and speech happens. Let me see here. Gear and speech. I'll just like vamp a little bit while while you look for it. Um, because like an interesting, a really funny part in. In, in this show is when Al's at school, he's like deep in doing actual, he's a full on collaborator. <laughs> he's talking to, to his friends and he did not get the memo about Xeon being the bad guys. <laughs> Just like, what are you talking about? They have the coolest mobile suits. And it's like, well, my mom says they're evil. They're the bad guys. He has a funny, uh, sort of like childish way of talking about that stuff. But I, you know, in my in my head, I was thinking, I bet that speech went on TV like yesterday, and he just wasn't there for it. 
If we're a kid, that that is, that is earth shattering. This is this is this is some deep dive shit trying to figure out the chronicle of the one year war. Oh, oh I'm sorry. okay. Let me let me go. Let me jump into. It might not it might not matter. Andrew WK has a song called Garmazabi's Funeral Speech. Huh? Andrew WK has a song called Garmazabi's Funeral Speech by Gear and Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's um bookmarked. Let me I'll give that a listen later. I guess the other thing that would have made them turn, besides what if that speech was on TV, is probably Oh, Zeon uh, attacked the colony with Zaku twice in the last week. We don't like them anymore. And also, this colony was faking neutrality the whole time and had and had Federation uh, labs like operating the whole time. Yeah, they, they're they're always partially aligned. As he really lost the war for public opinion. Yeah, they keep fucking up. Even though, you know, there is a point. Like, they were, they were, they were right to want to check out that colony because they did have a, a gun. So many poor people getting caught in the middle of that, though. Yeah, far be it for me to be a Xeon apologist. The, the, the Federation is just a lesser evil. Yeah, here. yeah. Where this is seventy nine Gundam. Yeah, pu- public opinion towards the end starts turning and. Poor Alfred doesn't know how to react. Um, but then that uh, next attack on Side Six happens. The Cy- Cyclops team manages to uh, build their uh, Gok Zak Cyclops oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. arm thing. Right, which was another case of like that was just a diversion so that they could try to blow up, so they could try to blow up the Gundam. the Gundam that they were building. Yeah. Oh, I did wanna. I guess we jumped over some of the espionage. Oh, I guess there's not much to say, but I, I, I mean, Alfred really shows himself a, a capable, capable spy. Yeah, he figures out where the secret base is because he recognizes one of the guards. It's like really cool, like a good with faces thing. He gets he's out. He's like looking with a telescope while Bernie's just sort of like lying down. This is all the work for Bernie. Yeah, they go when they go under when they then they go underground through the tunnels and they find the spot that's like sealed off from every ex from every entrance. So they think maybe that's enough, but then they find they could go from the on the underside. They go out to they go outside the colony wall. It's a really cool sequence and more more space stuff. It's really neat to see like a a loose fitting normal suit because then. It's more rugged that way. You get all these. I I just like love these details that make it feel more more lived in. They have a nice little spacewalk. Yeah, definitely. Details are nice. Oh. The, the look the look on Alfred's face in the stars, experiencing zero gravity. That's interesting. That's interesting because it's like space is right there. But why would you be exposed to it? Why would you go up? I bet. I bet there's like the same way you can go parasailing if you wanted to. I bet there's like. That's like a kind of industry. I think so. It, it, it probably enter in one year war time, but I, I, I oh, sure, yeah, yeah, not a, uh, Like take elevator up to or down. I guess it's a it's a spinning colony. You know, do do some space sailing type of deal. God, I want to be except for the war stuff. 
so, 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 sometimes Gundam World, the colonies, look so cozy. I just, it's just like a really nice place to be. There's so many different the Alps you could go to if you would live in Gundam World. Yeah, or sucks though. And and it's just, it's just awful that you have these different parties being so interested in power and really yeah. running what could be a good era for people. <laughs> That's like um like uh another aspect I kept thinking about in uh that we didn't get to touch on in the last question is okay you go out to the stars you never encounter any more problems with colonialism racism regional conflict like not to be too doomer about it but it it's a, it's a little overly optimistic because <laughs> war war never changes is yeah. Ron Perlman once said, "Fallout, Fallout taught me that." Oh, but yeah, I guess that's the um, any yeah, they did their spacewalk. Um, Al um uh extends himself a little bit too much. Oh yeah, and 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 they almost almost fall. It was kind of interesting that that, that was a moment of like comic relief, though. <laughs> in, in that's the uh, that's like uh the wholesome danger. Yeah, the wholesome danger. Because then you it's get bind, it's bonding experience danger. Oh man, the that bond between Al and Bernie—they really seem. Like, it's so sad. They they really could have been a little family for each other. They could have. It's Christina there as well. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, they did it. They did that well too. Like the way that they sort of. I, th- I thought her and Bernie could have been a thing. They have that cute kind of chemistry. Like, I don't think either of them, like, got to make the move, necessarily. No, but that's where it could have gone. They're both, like, also, like, they're they're, they're a cute couple. In a series that has really nice uh, uh, character designs. Once again, they've they've done it. They, they they both want to say hi to each other. They both want to use Alfred as a little messenger. <laughs> say, hi to, hey, say hi to Chris for me. Oh, hey, say hi to Bernie for me. Oh, did she say anything? Yeah. Ah, oh, Bernie. <laughs> if only you weren't uh out here doing work well although technically i guess um the the gundam's very presence there is also a war crime it's uh, supposed to be a neutral colony so the whole fight it's two war crimes fighting two war each other crimes fighting each other yeah that's true <laughs> everyone here's uh, a war criminal besides alfred yeah although he's a collaborator that's true that's true he, he was complicit in it <laughs> things that happen are kind of his fault although just because of the way things worked out like um skipping ahead to the very end but it turns out that then like the final that the final conflict is for nothing because the Zeon ship that has the nuclear weapons got captured got got captured so if bernie had given into his cowardice it it would have been fine it would have been okay Damn that! Oh, <laughs> that sucks. Like I, I understand you can't live. It's you can't live with. It's hard to live with like being a coward. But is also is that also like war propaganda? Is is sometimes that not just called prudence? Well, so I mean, they they, they were they were the on very limited information at at that point. Yeah, and it's different to be a coward um, to save your own life and be a coward to save your own life, and also they're gonna nuke this whole place so their their hearts were in the right place that moment i mean definitely in a better place than the first initial attack with the cyclops team did with bernie and and 
Steiner. That that was that was brutal. Because I mean, yeah. even that distraction tactic was a lot of people died. Yeah, it was like hundreds of people died, and it looked like also like important infrastructure. Those big ground buildings. I I don't know what they do, but obviously they have to be there for something. Yeah. What, what else? Did they, they blew a hole in a colony, destroyed the school. Jesus. Um, yeah. It was gory. It was it was it was crazy. I think I think right. Al, I think Alfred That's was starting also... to realize at, at that point of oh oh no I I never should have worked with these people. <laughs> this is not the same as Airsoft. Yeah, this is not an this anime. Is not an he anime. He, he he does he does say that. He, <laughs> I remember the lines exactly. Anime Jedi. <laughs> That's true. And the this is I don't think in any of the previous Gundams we saw this much blood. Um. Oh no. So, I mean, you know, we, we saw like, cataclysms and, and like... Yeah, I mean, the Dublin thing is, is still, like, or, or the, traumatizing. The, the of colonies, and, you, you know, we, we were presented with the ideas of mass amounts of people dying. Yeah, but I guess true to the war in the pocket, like, micro-focus, just the 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 ordinary, like, brutality, just the sort of the, the visceral... I mean, grunt grunt soldiers doing their grunt soldiers thing is still just it it, it is a sickening display of violence. Oh, there was an uh that that conversation too, where Al's talking with where Bernie's talking to Al, and he's talking about like how much it sucks to be shot at in space because like your blood doesn't flow out properly. It's these blobs that like cloud your vision. Yeah, yeah, he does say that. Like, yeah, even in dialogue, it gets it gets so real. Like that's the kind of stuff that the grunts are thinking about. Some powerful shit. Some powerful stuff. Yeah, and then and but the, the, yeah, so that the those mobile suit fights are like kind of like they are terrifying. They they kind of, they. I think I made a comparison to Godzilla back in Zeta when they were in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, I re- yeah. Um, but I'll I'll make it again. Like this. It, you feel that skill, but also, but also the Cyclops team that's in the uh, Federation base when the uh, when the mission is happening. They were so close too. They were so close, and all of them, they all right, died. Like, it's like they got shot. That guy, like who who tries anyways to blow blow things up, just like pulls the pins yeah, or whatever. Got, though. got shot. And the whole time, too, there's also the added, like, drama of, you know Al is sneaking in anyways, even though he just had a fight with Bernie, and Bernie Bernie said, like, I like you, don't come right. to school tomorrow. Get out of here. Um, since I edited the, the, the Zeta, the, the double Zeta part two episode recently, um, I, you know, it's fresh on my mind how the the blue goof um african Unit. liberation freedom fighters we got another like little echo of that um with the head scientist at the at the federation lab oh yeah we did yeah lumumba lumumba <laughs> that name like uh, someone at sunrise yeah it was it was richard now, just interesting because uh, Patrice Lumumba, right, he was prime minister of of Congo, and part of the reason why Congo was so important to to Cold War politics 
why they had to have him assassinated is because Lumumba had deposits of uranium. Oh, wow. So obviously you can't no. have communists there. You cannot. Not that uh, the CIA liked to... Uh, um, not the CIA like to have communists anywhere anyways. No, they prefer the conservative dictator, not the no communists. Not the democratically nope. elected communists. Can't have any of that. I don't know. Maybe it's a coincidence. No, I don't, I don't think it is. It, I, think that, I think it was purposeful. <laughs> now, after that, uh, after that failed attempt to destroy that, to destroy the Gundam that they're working on, which is a Gundam that was supposed to turn the tide of the war once again, because it was specially made for new types. Now the Federation's catching up after all of Amaro's exploits. Um, Zeon. Zeon says, like, if you're not able to destroy the the Gundam, then we're just going to blow mm-hmm. everything up with a nuclear bomb. So they do their mission. It fails. Misha dies. Steiner dies. That other guy dies. The one with the um, knives. Was it Andy? No. I know what it is. I'm just Gabriel. Um, Gabriel Garcia. That sounds right. Yes, Garcia. I got you. I got you. These names. Yeah. He dies. <laughs> uh, he has that fun that line. It's cute. Um, where he's like. Like before, like things like really pop off. He's like, "You're the only person in this unit that ranks below me." <laughs> so this guy rank on someone. It's cute. It's a nice cute. little like that, like that bonding moment that I, I could tell Bernie Bernie appreciated. Yeah, because it's like finally Bernie's like, because they were mad at him even when he brought in the evidence that he and Al got because. Of right. the needless risk that they took to get it, to get yeah. that information. Um, There's the whole operation. Yeah, but so it's like a little moment because Bernie is not an ace pilot. He is not even close to being an ace pilot. Um, you know, he's some runt that is like the like his very presence in that unit was a fuck you to that unit, anyways. And it's just an, a clever way, though, of twisting the knife, because, you know, he might as well have said, I'm a day away from retirement, or he could have said, I'll give you the recipe to my favorite salad <laughs> after this. My favorite... <laughs> uh, but whatever, like, it makes it hit more when when he dies. It's also like, you know, he's trying to c- complete his mission. There's some inherent pathos to that. But yeah, so it fails. Everyone dies except for Bernie and Al. Um, they're left alone. Bernie knows that they're going to blow up the colony and he has no means and he's just advised, get out of here. She, he... He almost, he almost does. He really he's almost going does. He's like to. right by the, sh- the ship to uh, Francesca. The colony he was heading to, that, that little island paradise. Yeah. Yeah, Francesca. So suspicious for him to... <laughs> you don't just go to the airport and go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of and, a and war. Then, and then he looks at the ad. He's like, oh, I want to go here. 
I understand also why the person working there is asking questions like, I, I can. My shift is almost over. <laughs> shift is almost over. Almost done. I help Bernie make his escape. That's so, it's so rough that he's, that he, he tells Al to leave. That's the best he can do. He's, you should go if you can. You're like, who's going to believe him? Right. Like, uh, oh, you, 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 and he calls him out on it too. Like, oh, you, you're collaborating with us. They'll, they'll execute you anyways. Yeah. Still like if, I mean, it's a tough decision to make, but I feel like, um, if it's like be hanged or everyone, you know, gets incinerated. You, you would, you would hope to, you would hope to make the price for others. Yeah. Anyway, do you really execute a kid? For spying? Yeah, no, he's a kid. The likely understanding is he got manipulated by adults who who knew better. But it's also, I think this speaks to um, to the end, too. When he chooses to fight, he also gives Al, like, a full confession to hopefully... Help him out. You, you know, like, a, a million things could go wrong. It's, we've seen how bad the Federation can be anyways. But, like, if that was an option before, if that could have been the thing that averts this calamity why one out run and then give them give them the tapes yeah yeah it's interesting like how how bernie does a little bit of growth but it's only insofar as being a soldier right and in, in, in the in the end he he pays for it yeah right so after after the, the events um, of him trying to escape and then realizing wait a second now i have to i have to save these people i have to save al and this colony yeah it's interesting how the thing that um that motivates him to shift is like seeing that poor yes. woman who's getting drunk at the bar it's like no i don't i don't want to go this this is the shithole colony i'm going to don't i don't want to leave that's good writing that felt like pretty natural like it's really awkward in movies when you see one side when you only hear one side of the conversation have to put things together but that felt natural it makes sense like coming from someone who's drunk and incredibly upset you can get this whole narrative it's of some guy who womanizing and being a piece of shit i guess that put things into perspective also like i think there's also the aspect that this woman who's drunk at the bar kind of looks like christina That's true. like he thinks it's her at first so not knowing fully who christina is you must think that fighting here now might be his chance to get her yeah or even at least like i don't know like if you like if someone matters to you then like what they think of you really matters like how would how would you fair in their eyes and i think the other aspect too is that if he ran away like how could how it's really difficult to live with yourself that's afterwards that's true but it's neat but the main relationship that that gets that needed attention that needed healing of course is alan bernie they get to really they get to really pal around bernie comes up with a plan they're really together it's not like just bernie's liking off while al does things or you know there or any like layers of manipulation or anything oh this is the two of them planning some pretty some pretty awesome uh guerrilla tactics i think yeah yeah it's like oh it's a neat plan it's also really cool because yeah bernie's not an evil machiavellian guy he wants to fight where he doesn't have to worry about civilian casualties right and he, he uses, like, Christmas balloon decorations. Yeah. Which, which is another thing to praise about War in the Pocket. It's, like, one of the best Christmas um, <laughs> Christmas shows I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to start. Um, that's, that'll be my new thing uh, instead of... Die Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> and it's really cool that, that flip that happens in the show. 
from how exciting and like how fun and you know it's almost like Ocean's Eleven or something or like Dirty Dozen I don't like plan coming together these little like schemes within schemes to get things going we talked about them distracting the Federation guards to get at this truck that had been that had been pulled over that had some parts yeah um they sneak in to Misha's uh gog or to salvage some parts there there's some cool work you get it and then like when the fight happens it's all tragedy. Every aspect of it, even the balloons thing, as, as becomes a source soon, of dread. Yeah, as soon as you know, Al's father gets with them on the truck, and he said, "Oh yeah, I saw this battle. Um, there's a Zeon ship with nuclear warheads that surrendered." As soon as that uh-huh. was said, it, the entire tone of of the last episode <laughs> took a big dramatic shift i don't know that's like uh, we talked about like we talked we compared um Charles counterattack to greek tragedy that this this is another one of those for sure really an awesome display of uh hermashia yeah that like in, when it happens in those greek in those greek plays is it's it's the the best choice to you at the moment you just don't know everything or it, you know, like it's a win. Like no matter what you do, you'll upset some god, anyways. But then once you gain that knowledge and that realization, yeah, the way it hits for both audiences and and uh, character, which is the the added thing of Christina being the Gundam pilot. Oh yeah, it still could have worked if it was an anonymous Gundam pilot, right? But this this is a named Gundam pilot, so yeah, there, there's no way the the green Kaimanzai who's going to take that down. He was close. He almost did. Yeah. A small uh, uh, shout out to the animation once again. Fight among the trees. Like I, I, the way the way the 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 mobile suits look when they clash. The way that like those little like reminders that it's not just like human bodies too. Um. There's these moments where like it happened like when Christina goes out in the NT two when she goes on the Gundam the first time like she busts out of the hangar by like propelling the Gundam out like while it's on its back and she does that move again fighting fighting against Bernie Zaku and you also have another moment where like Bernie Zaku's gonna fall but like the veneers on on the Zaku's back like fire off it's a good fight it's a it's, really good fight yeah that axe it just feels like so much more of a tool you see it, like heat up and the impact when it when it clashes yeah. Slicing off that Gatling just feels so momentous when it falls on the ground. It's a huge thing. But also, uh, in terms of drama, too, uh, the I'm not sure how well... I'm not sure how much of... I guess it does help as distraction tactics. Like, um, the the Christmas balloons. That pink gas that they released, too. Yeah. But a neat thing where it's like, oh, what a clever idea. Even that becomes, like, a source of, of dread, when you're watching it because she shoots at the balloon great the, the plan works perfectly owls right behind santa right the bullets come like right at the screen too it's like really cool framing it's a really really well directed all the way up to that final moment yeah that like that slice through like the beam saber going through like where the cockpit is yeah and, and he, he was really cool to that axe too it par- powerful moment it's like a message you before um the show is made up of possible lovers killing each other. <laughs> that's, I mean, it works. That's a good, for, that's a good formula. Man, that's so rough. Because they, they both come out so beat up. Like, Christina barely makes it out alive. A small mercy for for us. For, for Bernie, too. Can you imagine if they had both died? I'll tell, you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing. 
Al's grades down the toilet for sure. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. God, the, the look, just just the distance in his face. Yeah. One more image. One oh. more image. You, you know, it just. Oh God, yeah. You, you can tell that PTSD <laughs> forming in, in his in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cooking. It's percolating. The, the, the realization that he killed his older brother. Yeah. And it was kill, kill Christina too. Right, like at that point, he he he's not sure, or at least he just like sees like her like them take out her body. Like I think he hears someone say, "She's still breathing." Right. Still like rough to see. Oh, for sure. And man, the the Federation soldiers or like whoever is there, the officials, like so callously, like what about the Zaku pilot? These hamburger meat. Brutal. I, yeah. I think it was brutal line. And, and, and this that, that summarizes this as, as a tragedy is uh, L school friend. Sorry, oh, what, what was what was his name? Oh, hold on. Let me just remember. I just need to. Um, it's gonna, I'm just gonna like I got this hangnail. He's gotta take care of. <laughs> che. Yes. When Che says, "Oh, don't worry, Alfred. There'll be other more flashy wars." <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That is, it's hard for me not to read that as like um, an indictment on like a personal attack on me for being so excited to watch the next Gundam show. It kind of does feel like an attack on, on, on the viewer. <laughs> so you, you want more? We'll, we'll give you more. It'll be, it'll be flashier too. Oh, you want to see a new Gundam? Cool. Here's what it does. It kills people. <laughs> oh, that's what all these Gundam are for. It's for killing people. Crazy. Cra- it, it, I don't know. I, I like where in the pocket for its self-awareness, you know, yeah. it, 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 it knows what it's doing. It ultimately, may, maybe it's just a, a gunpla plastic toy commercial. I mean, I, I do, I do admit, I, I kind of want a, a GM gunpla after this, <laughs> after this show. <laughs> I feel like the, I, I do love those uh, gogs, but uh, I feel like they wouldn't translate very well. I need a Zaku. Not want, but need. I've yet to get one. The, the red comet, Zach, who's a must-have. I want the red one. Oh, that's my, that's my next one. Actually, I, I do. I'll take a picture of it. Oh, look at that. You do got it. Oh, yeah. I'm so... <laughs> that's funny. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm banking all of these little joys. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I killed the momentum just to, just so I could show you my toy. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> But the, I don't know, just, just the, the anti-war message here is very, I think it's like the strongest here. Yeah, and when you get to zoom in on just like the personal thing of like how it's experienced, it does, it does make you think just like of the inherent tragedy of it. Like no one really wins, you know, like unless you're insulated from it. Like a, active participants in a war like don't really come out winning. But they, they come out forever damaged. If still alive. I'm looking forward to more, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to more exploration of, of, of like, well, just of, of what Gundam could be. Oh yeah. Because I, I, I never, I never thought it would be explored under this angle and and lens. It's funny, actually. I saw a movie recently um, that's kind of this this exact angle of war through the eyes of a child. Um, called Ivan's Childhood. It's a Russian movie 
about World War II. And it's about a child who is actively involved in like doing reconnaissance. Right. But it's really interesting how this kid is a, a little closer, a little closer to the Camille end of the spectrum than to Al, who's like just like pure like innocence. Like this kid, like his parents died, you know, were killed by the Germans. And so, like, his motivation to assist the war is personal and comes from a place of pain. And it's about these, like, older people who, at different points, either, like, try to push him away from from this danger, from, like, being exposed to the war, and at other times, like, take advantage of his willingness to go out and risk his life. It's a really powerful movie. Um, no mobile suits, though, so... I guess 7 out of 10. I guess, I guess uh, Life is Beautiful kind of gave a similar angle. Oh, yeah. But that's something, that one somehow like uh, lives up to the promise that somehow through war, a child's innocence can be uh, <laughs> maintained. maintained. That's fair. Which also, um, I would argue, like something that's pretty wise is what's the line between like innocence and just like ignorance? Like, I guess like the, um, uh, Al's friends, they kept their innocence throughout the whole thing, but that's the most terrifying line in the whole, <laughs> the whole show. Well, because it, it was this ignorance is bliss mm-hmm. line is because they're, they're not any better off for it. I mean, frankly, they're probably worse off for it. Yeah. And Al is for people to have that viewpoint, you know, that awful reality would just continue. Al is the only one who like saw enough of everything to know that just a war is inherently just a sort of like tragic back and forth, just like thing that eats lives in a way that just because of his involvement with Christina and with the Xeon thing and like at the colony that he's at, like he's really at the center of everything there. Whereas, you know, if, if Che, if like, Che's dad had died or whatever he'd come out of it probably going like i hate zeon i will do anything to kill you know like who's saying like, would it just like add to the cycle of hatred it's... and revenge actually i was i actually i watched that with my girlfriend oh nice she's typically fully loses interest as soon as a single robot shows up but i think because of the the scope the scale of of the story and just like the the straightforward like this just like is a story one single thing like it it yeah it's, it's nice and independent from from the weights of what, what whatever canonicity existed there before mm-hmm. i don't know it, it does a good job of subverting expectations i think subverting expectations is a is a good it's like it's really telling it's a really good cool phrase to use for this too because part of like how it manages to function so well too is that a lot of the heavy lifting for the world building was already done by three series and a movie it gets to feel like it has so much more weight when it gets to borrow all of this history right it doesn't have to explain what zeon is doesn't have to explain what the earth federation is or what these space station colonies are yeah like i can't remember like exactly what details where i think it just it would just work if anyone wanted to start gundam with this one probably it does stand yeah it does stand independent of those things like charge counterattack yeah, no, that didn't. That's not. That's not for beginners. So I think like I'll probably use this as my, as what I'd recommend to people to start with if, if they're apprehensive about jumping into the original series or the, the original old, movies, old animation style. Especially if I need to sell someone on Gundam, like we we jumped in, but because we were we were like hopeful, we were like um ready to ride with whatever roughness, right. But this is just like a stellar like gem. I, I I can't like really no complaints. Yeah, I I I agree for sure. It's a nice standalone, masterful work. 
Uh, yeah. Anyway, anything, anything else you want to touch on before we uh, close we, out? I think we this. I, we we listeners, anyone listening in, if if you haven't watched War in the Pocket, please um, <laughs> please do so. You you don't even yeah. have to watch any any other Gundam. Just if you're ever curious and see it around, like try it out. Yeah, despite the fact that we did a really good job of spoiling pretty much all of it throughout this whole thing, uh, it's still it's still a ride. The the visual element too, besides it being a good script and a well told story, a, a marvel to look at. Definitely. And for those of you who have seen or in the pocket, please comment what your opinions are on on it. Do you think it's masterclass, masterpiece in in the Gundam <laughs> franchise, or do you have a differing opinion? We're we're open to discussion. Uh, I'll I'll throw this question to you, Corbin. Like we're talking about how how great this is. Is this, is this uh? Would you say like this is still ranked as a favorite for you, or is your heart still still with uh encounters in space? Do do I do I have to choose? Why do I have to choose? It's hard. Like here, also, it's um a challenge because this is the first Gundam show that is such a uh departure. Like this is not directed by Tomin. It doesn't have his kind of like languid approach to interpersonal relationships it doesn't have like that the, the kind of a uh, comfy scope of these gundam series so it's hard to compare um this from anything from that 79 to char's counterattack run i guess i could say you, you know like, like at this point gundam doesn't need tomino to create amazing works around it yeah, his 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 mark, whatever. He already he's he's already made it. He's planted the seed. They're, they're just they're so different, and I, I I like that they're so different, and and they do they, they yeah. do they do the what both achieve what they're trying to set out to achieve. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't answer myself like especially for like favorite. Like I would say like this is you know we've sung the praises. The great great story. I mean, I think I think it's one of one of my favorites. It's, it's definitely going to be easier to to rewatch if I ever decide to do it because it is so short. Definitely, because I mean, I I don't, I don't see myself watching rewatching Zeta or Devil Zeta anytime soon. Yeah, like I do occasionally think about potentially rewatching, but then I also think like ah, fifty episodes. I <laughs> not not that either of the series aren't awesome either. You know, it's something that um that has happened where I am right now with um, as, as like the specifics of those earlier Gundam shows fade in my memory a little bit. The main thing that I'm attached to that I think about is just sort of not like, Oh, that scene where this was revealed there, there are the highlights of course, Amaro leaving his mom. But like the main thing that, that I stick with is like, what I miss the most, besides like the the turn that the narrative takes, is just the cast. That's true. That's true. The the this, the spaceship of of uh yeah the Argama or White Base. That's like like I don't think about yeah like you're like I don't think about rewatching Zeta that much, but I do think like ah, I wish I could like see Camille do things again. There's I I might go back just to see Camille you know run around. That's true. One of these days. And then Judo running around. That was more recent, though. Oh, God, yeah, Judo's so cool. I do miss Camille. Camille was also cool. It also did my favorite um, Tar character. Favorite what? Favorite Tar character. 
Oh, Quattro? Yeah. Yeah. He's so cool. Yeah, and you get to see him, like, it's really neat to see him, like, what, what he's like when his guard's down. Love his interaction with too. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm down yeah. here to laugh at you now. You? Yeah. Uh, maybe in the future we'll get some kind of war in the pocket for the Grips War. Yeah, maybe. Oh, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? I'd love some kind of excuse to go back to Zeta. And, uh, like, Camille also, like, when I think about, like, speaking of, like, preserved innocence, Camille's tragedy at the end of Zeta and his return in double Zeta, you know, like, almost like a non-verbal new type, uh, sage. In a way, he got to preserve his, um, like, his youthful righteousness and, like, became, like, a, like a, a symbol of, I don't, I don't have, like, the words for it, but there's a sweetness to Camille that, um... Maybe because he's been untouched for like they haven't done more Camille stories, like kind of like gets to stay unbothered. He's he's got to escape from war machinery and and mm-hmm. the conflicts. So like I guess like because of like the way he got like um, exalted to this kind of kind of um, saintly place, or just this, or or if he got to get better, even this like ordinary kind of happy place, like it would be sad to 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 get another Camille story again, right? Because that, that that would mean that uh, either you undo him running around at the beach with Fa, like either like you betray that ending for him, or he has to go through more shit. Yeah, maybe a special where it's like a side story, like oh, this happened between episodes thirty one and thirty two. He just didn't. You just didn't see right. it. Well, I hope I hope Alfred gets to experience yeah some semblance of that. Yeah, it'd be cool to see him come back. Christina as well. Apparently, she's in like uh, a manga. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but for now, I think uh, want to call it a night. Yeah, I think so. Thank you, listeners. All right, this is this is Corbin signing off on our uh, take on we're in the pocket. Yeah, this is uh, Roberto. This has been. I guess let's not get too fancy with it. This has been Mobile Suit Book Club 0080 War in the Pocket. Um, po- podcast Wait, in the Pocket. Pleasant, pleasant evening in the pocket. <laughs> covers Mobile Suit Gundam War in the Pocket. Wait, I got I got one. Mobile Suit Book Club 0080. Pleasant in the evening. Is that don't, don't we don't like that one? No, I like that. Is that, is that too is that too in your face? I was <laughs> I was expecting it to be more more in your face. Oh, more egregious. It can be less egregious though. We we only have to Slap people in the face with it. <laughs> Just bulging out of of the pocket, sticking out from a hole in the bottom. <laughs> trying to fit all that title in there. Oh yeah. Awesome. Uh yeah. Um yes. Um uh, signing off. Um as always. Uh as always. Uh to the audience, uh never give up forever. <laughs>